to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Good morning to you all once again. Welcome to Drummer and the Great Mountain Podcast, an audio guide to the guidebook by Michael Joseph Ferguson, a transformational guide on transforming adult ADD, ADHD, what we call hunter types. And we are moving and grooving, ladies and gentlemen. We are moving and grooving. It is hard to believe we are already really towards the tail end of the book. We are actually at the tail end of the book. Today we're going to cover and walk you through Chapter 12, which is actually Michael's coaching system itself. Um, coaching is something we've we've brought up over and over and over again. We brought it up in a, in a few different ways. Um, the concept doesn't change about how you get coaching as you're going through this process. Um, and that concept is the importance of having a good support system because you're shifting some fundamental things in your life. Two of those that we've mentioned are huge shifts, diet and exercise. Those are the foundations of things that we've mentioned so far on this podcast following the book. And these are major shifts in your life. And these major shifts are difficult transitions to go through in your life and that's where having some kind of support system comes in in chapter 12 really goes through michael's own coaching system he is a life coach that helps his clients through this process and he's actually exposed it all here in this book should you not officially be able to get a coach but want to have somebody and this is something we'll get into a family or a friend that can actually help you through this process this chapter discovers that and and discovers that with you and and helps you get onto Michael's system, a system that he's come up with. There's many good life coaches that can help you through this transition process. This just happens to be Michael's system and that works for him and his clients. So the concept doesn't change. It's the importance of having 
this support system to shift major diet and exercise transitional things in your life, things that maybe you didn't have a routine in before. And then you're trying to move towards your goals. So it's, the, it's exactly what we've been saying for 11 chapters long in this podcast. You're shifting some things and the eventual nugget, the golden, uh, the golden uh, coins at the end of the rainbow, and I'm mixing so many different metaphors right now, it's incredible, <laughs> is that you're trying to get towards your goals. And as a hunter type, you haven't been able to navigate through getting to the end of the rainbow, if you will, because these other things. So you need that support system for all of these. Um, and you're going to see, I know it was for me, without this support system, it was the missing piece to make sustainable Listen to that word, sustainable and maintainable change. You're not trying to do something short term, which maybe if you're like me previously as a hunter type, the, the question is not, can you make a change? You were making changes before, but they just didn't stick. And that's what we're here for today. So as always, I'll bring in the author, Mr. Michael Ferguson. Hello, my friend, and good morning to you. Hi, how's it going? Good, man. Good. This is... Uh, it's exciting, and it's it's. Uh, I can't believe we're already here. But uh, get me into and get us into your your coaching system, and and um, and and tell us tell us all about it, and, and navigate us through through this chapter. You know, I had one note before we jumped sure. in there. We got we had a um, we got so many wonderful emails, messages, Facebook messages. Uh, from people uh, who are listening to the podcast. So thank you so much. They are so, so welcome. And uh, it gives us the fuel to keep going. I uh, wanted to make one note. Uh, one, I received one email from someone who was talking about tips on transitioning off medications. And uh, there was mentions of like ADD meds and there was also a mention of antidepressants. And so I want to make it very clear. And we've, we've said this throughout the podcast. So I want to make it, we are not medical professionals. Uh, we're not going to mention anything about transitioning off medications, except you have to do it with your doctor. I just cannot stress that enough. And especially if you're using antidepressants, it is essential you do that with the doctor. Uh, we, I, my suggestion is, if you're hearing any of this material, do the. Your decision to get off medications is your own decision. We are not advocating that. I would say, if you're taking anything from the podcast or the book, go through and start doing the essentials, focusing on your diet, focus on your exercise routine. If if you choose on your own volition that you want to get off the medications for yourself, do it with a doctor. It is essential to do it that way. Um, and again, we, we have no um, – uh, everyone's different. Everyone's on their own path, and you have to educate yourself and make decisions for yourself. So I just want to just – really emphasize that, especially with uh, antidepressants. You, I've had a personal experience long before doing this, the work with ADD, ADHD. I, I lost a friend who had gotten off uh, antidepressants too soon and they killed himself. And this happens a lot. This is sadly, and especially as I was researching the book, I was shocked to see how often that happens. 
please, if you're transitioning off any medications, do it with your doctor. Be extremely cautious. And again, we're not advocating it. Uh, we're actually trying to reach people that, that may have gotten off ADD meds and because they were having problems because they, there can be side effects. And we want to provide uh, an alternative where people can use diet and nutrition and explore those as options and then try it out for yourself. And these are, you know, these are things that anyone can do. And these are health suggestions that are not just for people with ADD, but anyone can benefit from it, uh, from just basically improving your diet, improving your nutrition, getting into good exercise routines. So I just wanted to, to, to mention that. I, I, there's tons of disclaimers in the book on it, but I wanted to just mention on, on the podcast. So just to be very, very, very cautious and focus on you know, improving your diet, improving your nutrition, and, and then just see like how that, and especially then today going into the life coaching piece here, these are all things that just, not just with ADD, everyone can benefit from these, these particular pieces. So great, great point. And, uh, yeah, please do, uh, please do take in what Michael said there, because it's, it's very important to, to realize that we are here for those that have picked up the book and this is the path that they're on, not telling you to get off any other path by any means whatsoever. So get us into your system and maybe first, I, I know that in the book you break it out in parts and we're going to kind of on a high level go over those parts, but um, kind of why, well, t there's different vehicles, right? There's actually paying someone as their life coach and that's great. There's different ways to do it. So talk to me about the different ways to do it, but why is this so important? I've kind of blabbered in my way of why I think it's important, but give me your yeah. viewpoint of why this is important. Well, so I got into life coaching. I found it, she's like late 90s, I think. Um, and so what's fascinating about life coaching is it's this context for support that didn't exist until I think like the late 80s was when it started kind of coming on online. So it's a context with that someone can have with another person or a group to review goals on a regular basis, to get support on things that are challenging in their life, and then just getting encouragement and, and sustainable, regular support and it, that kind of pulls in like kind of counseling and other things that people, you know, listening and things, needs that often get met during like a counseling session, but then expands it out to being life support and just sort of, and I, what I find is also life coaching is about personal empowerment and in, in that it supports the individual in coming to a session uh, and especially how how I like to do it is like just having the space to then say okay here's here's my goals and and not rely on another human being per se but give just have the context for support so that they can empower themselves to go okay I know I have this part of my schedule every week or every couple of weeks to do this. And it's liberating because then you feel like, oh, okay, I have this thing to fall back on. If I slip or whatever, I know every week or every couple of weeks, I can come back to the space and, and zoom out on my life a little bit and look at the whole picture and make adjustments. And I think we all, especially because life is so complex in the modern world, we need this kind of support. So I would say the the benefits then of it are it's often the missing piece like you mentioned of making sustainable change like making shifts in your life going towards your goals and keeping up with them um the and it could be a life coach 
and as we're going to discuss today, even friends and family members may be your your surrogate life coach that really gets you going and help you check in on your goals, and that it's accountability, it's inspiration, and you're getting encouragement. That's and, huge. That's I, Those three things you just mentioned, the encouragement, the inspiration, and the accountability. I think editorial opinion as always, because that's what this whole show has been for me, yeah. and it always is. I'm, I'm giving you the full transparency of my experience on this path, and that's it gets back to when you mention accountability, I get back to something you mentioned a couple podcasts ago and you mentioned in the book, and that's integrity. And and there's this self-integrity that, that we have challenge with as hunter types, not because we aren't trying to be true to ourselves. It's because we're kind of all over the place that we don't stick with something and stick with our own promises. Having this other person, and, and as Michael has said, it could be a group, right? Is yeah. this accountability piece, here's what it did for me. Um, I should have known it works because for my personality type, I can only speak for me, the only times I really made significant leaps forward in health was um, when I would get a trainer at the gym and yes, it costs a lot of money and I had no business spending that kind of money, but it always was this Kickstarter for me when I unfortunately would lose my way to get back into it. I didn't keep the trainers forever, but there was something about that accountability. It's this other person. And then, you know, when I would have the trainer, it was like, I know I'm about to go work out with him today. Why am I going to put this piece of food in my mouth and then be dragging by the time I get to the gym? And he's going to know. He's going to be like, what did you eat? I know you didn't eat something on the plan. You're dragging right now. You can't do the push-ups the way you used to when, when you're on my plan. So there's something, and here's my whole point, is that it becomes... The accountability for me led to the inspiration. You're inspired to, and I don't want to say impress this person, so it's not necessarily that. There's probably a better word, but you are. You're inspired to have them say, wow, that's great. Wow, you're doing well. And and that, that that's not the kid inside you. It has nothing to do with being an adult or a child. That feels good. And guess what? If you feel good about something, little by little, that's going to build the confidence in you to keep on going and building the routine. So I just that's thought I'd it. throw that out there that it's the accountability portion that led to me to be inspired and to be encouraged. So that's how that those three words kind of flowed for me. That's, you know, and that's it. And then, you know, I think the thing that, that I know I struggled with a lot um, when I first started getting into personal growth and wanting it's like I'd say my early 20s was I get all inspired and we've talked about this before in other podcasts you're all fired up you're like oh man I just listened to the podcast I'm feeling great you know whatever it was that got you, you lit I would be like okay I read this book I'm feeling really inspired and then three weeks later I'm right back to square one again mm -hmm. and so what I found then as I started you know my evolution early started with going to having um brainstorming groups and you can look at those online. I mean, that's been going on for a, for a long time. People getting together and brainstorming on that, you know, what having other people's feedback on ways to get to your goals and get feedback. Uh, those were like seminal in me kind of seeing like, Oh, this missing piece of support is essential to making any meaningful change and it is so difficult when you don't have it so um, even you know listening to the podcast if you're listening to it you know once a week this is part of your support system uh, but then having that extra piece of a coach or a coaching system or um, uh, or a group 
is really what supercharges everything and then creates that sustainability. And all you have to do is make sure that it's consistent, that you have it on the calendar, you know who you're working with, and you're staying steady with it. And that whether that's someone you're paying or someone you're trading, trading uh, time and energy with, that that's often the missing piece. So I want you to... I'd like to hear your the, the process itself. We're going to get into that. I th but I think before we do, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up something that I've mentioned before when we've touched on this topic in other episodes. And I've said, you know, one of the things I said, I, I have to say I shared it because it was my personal experience and I just want to get into the detail, which is I said, be careful who you select as mm -hmm. your quote-unquote coach. If you're, if, you don't, if you're not going to go out and get a coach that you – because of whatever you're going through, financial or otherwise, um, or you just wanted to try out first, not like hiring a life coach, but, oh, I can yeah. use a family member. I've said before, be careful with that. That was my caveat. Yeah. Now I want to tell you why kind of I said that, and I think that's totally a personal thing. So I don't want anybody out there not trying a family member first, but I think that came from a personal experience. I come from a culture and we're very proud of this and I'm not judging it either because it's part of what's beautiful about the Persian culture is we are very 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 involved in each other's business even <laughs> through adulthood to a point where in our culture especially as a guy you have to draw a boundary with your family it's the ever evolved and I'm, I'm not, by the way I'm not saying it's just the Persian culture there's probably a lot of Eastern cultures out there that 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 can feel what I'm saying especially men like myself who came into America came into the West as a child and then yeah. their parents have a hard time saying they have a hard time releasing the old culture because if I still lived in the old country at 40 years old, I would have 10 family members instructing me every day what to do, how to do it, how to raise the child, what to eat. They yeah. would, but we're here now. We've been here for 30 years. So yeah. when I said be careful, I just want I just want to say that came because of, of what I've been through and I'm not judging it. I love my yeah. family. I adore them for what they are. Yeah. Just for me, in my – we've said so many times on this podcast, haven't we? find what works for you just within this context. Within this context, it didn't work for me. It would have never worked. Yeah. I would have never been here if I had selected one of my family members to help me through this because there they just there was way too much um uh penetration of the boundaries and yeah. it would have never worked. But you with your family, maybe your family yeah. is different, try it. You know, so anyways, I, I just wanted to get that out there because I know it's something I've mentioned before. Well, so that's a good segue into this. So I, I, I think what um, I started to see and when I was working on the book was that there was um, a lot of people can't afford coaching. Life coaching can be expensive um, and, and it's worth it. I want to just promote there's so many amazing life coaches out there. So I really want to promote them heavily. And I also know there's a lot of people that can't afford it. And they're and they may, you know, depending on where you're at, you might be really on the edge of like, money's challenging right now and you know if that's the barrier to you getting support then um what i put in the book was i just put the entire coaching system that i use and i've really tried to to simplify it down to something that everyone can use and it is what i found is that this system has not changed uh since pretty much i started using it in around uh 2008, 2009, when it's pretty much, it coalesced fairly quickly. Um, and it's basically from my experience, what, um, 
what are the four areas that everyone needs to check in on, regardless of ADD or not? Just basic, what is the context? What is the structure for a, for a session that if you stick with the structure over and over again, there's a cumulative effect of support? And so that's what this is about. And there's four parts, and we're going to go through each um, each part. And this does not change. Every single client I work with, it's the same system we go through the same exact thing and so uh at some point i realized well I, I i don't even have to be in the loop like you this can be done with the other people can do this with other people or with the group so as you're li listening to this you're all very creative people listen to it and my suggestion would be um we're going to cover some of the basics. There, it's definitely a lot more information in the book, so highly recommend. There's also a really nice chart in the book that shows the four that shows the whole process on one one page. So that's also very helpful. So we're going to go through the four parts, and these are basically if you're doing like an hour, hour and a half session per. So as far as timing, I would recommend in the beginning shoot for like an hour and a half session a couple hour and a half sessions in a row, maybe one every couple days or one every week. And then after a while, if you're, if you're doing like once a week, then an hour is fine. If it's every couple weeks, then I would say an hour and a half is pretty much for everyone that I've ever worked with because of the complexity of our lives. Most of us need at least an hour and a half. Um, so just as, as a container for that. So the four parts are review, which we'll talk about check-in brainstorming and scheduling okay. those are the four, four parts and how about we just jump in and and cover each one individually sure so review is basically reviewing your goals so if you've worked on the the life visioning chapter and you listen to that podcast you you've maybe done some of the assignments so basically this is how you take your life visioning goal like things that you want to do and in this section Basically, you or your coach. So we're gonna, there's going to be two people involved in the coaching process. There's going to be the client, who's a, whoever it is receiving the coaching, and then there's going to be the coach. And that could be anyone that you select. You can just read through the notes and just go through one step at a time. Review is reviewing the goals. And so what I recommend is you start to build a goals list of your short-term and long-term goals. Try to condense it down. Try to turn them into affirmations such as like a goal would be like, uh, I, I am now successful in my new business um, playing music. You're making a living at it. Maybe that's, maybe that's one of the goals. Um, you read through the list. And so uh, oftentimes most of my clients request that I read the, through the list and they listen. And then I encourage people to then tell me what's alive. Like if you switch have a long list, not every single goal you can cover in that session, but one or two of them, your gut's going to be like, I, that's really important. Or I feel miserable because I haven't gotten to that goal yet. Re regardless of it, trust your gut reaction to it. And then the, you make, you, you just tell the coach, okay, yeah, that one's alive. Let's cover that. The coach then sits as, as they go through the session, writes, has some note, has a notepad with them or on their computer, which is better and writes that, okay, cover this in the next part of the session. That's, and right there, you have this dynamic that you're building. Um, and this dynamic, I think is why we emphasize, like we said, whether paid family member, friend, the first part is someone you trust that can that is committed to this process with you. And if they are, 
And as you're reviewing, just in this stage alone, this is why it's different than trying to do this on your own. Again, it doesn't have to be a paid person. It can be a family member that takes you through this system. Any system that works for your transition, for your life coaching is good. This is Michael's system. Why I like this portion to start out with review is, you know, you had a long week. You're tired. um, Maybe you got a lot going on. This just resets things a little bit. And and this is really, imagine trying to do this on your own. Imagine trying to like review what your last goals were, where you stand out with them. There's something about another person doing this with you that, you know, just imagine either it's over the phone, you're doing this in person. And while they're going through this review list, it's just like you close your eyes and you're just kind of taking it in. And by another person going through this list instead of you trying to do it in your own head you really start to like focus in on oh yeah this is where i am with that goal yeah this is alive this is this i'm having a challenge here whatever the case may be and this is that dynamic that you're building that's important that i imagine is just really difficult to do on your own so that's my two cents on on that review part that's it and and the thing of it is and you know so there's a there's a lot of logic why this these steps go in the order they go in and you just mentioned the reason why you review your goals at the beginning of the call is because or or the session which is maybe an in-person session is that you it's so easy to get lost in the world it's and forget your goals and so if we just jumped right into brainstorming at the beginning it would always almost always be putting out fires there's always like something going on or there's uh. some ch- challenges going on, and you just get lost in that. So mm-hmm. by reviewing your goals up front, you're giving yourself context of like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, here's the direction I want to go in, and it colors the rest of the session. Mm-hmm. So it's essential to do this at the beginning of the session. Great. And that's it. That's pretty much you're just reading through your goals, and you're um, noting which ones are most alive. And again, I tr- like trust your vital- trust your energy and and sit like if it's flat if there's you read a goal and there's no energy towards it let it go and because you're doing it on a regular basis it will if, from my experience they will all come back and eventually if there's a goal on the list that just there's no energy on then eventually you can just pull it off the list because it's not it's not something that's really connected or you may have to rework it so basically you're reviewing your goals and then you're also noting like okay I want to add this to that list and one of the things that I do is I, I use um, Sonia Choquette's uh, Your Life's uh, – um, shoot, totally forgot the name of the book um, – Your Heart's Desire. She has those – and we mentioned this in the Life Visioning chapter – different categories like health, work, uh, creativity – to have those kind of bigger categories for your life goals makes it a lot easier to then to go, okay, I want to add another goal in that particular category, and this is the time to do it. Or I want to like tweak the way that's worded so that it feels a little more, it gets me a little more inspired. So all of reviewing goals, that's the first section. And just to note well, what you mentioned, there's a reason this chapter is kind of at the end because you're going to notice the, we mentioned in the beginning, the interconnectivity with, with other chapters. So reviewing connects as michael just said i just want to emphasize it this is the life visioning chapter you're now doing the life visioning you've done the work to know what you want your life vision visioning to be and what your vision goals are now you have a coach quote unquote whoever it may be an official coach family friend now you're having them work with you on that so there's interconnectivity take us through the the second step the check-in Okay, so check in. So this is almost like kind of classic talk therapy. And I find that this is really, it's often a big poke of the call and or the session. 
And it's important to kind of keep track of things because this this section can actually get out of hand. <laughs> so the second check check is this is this is check in. So that's what I call it check in. And it, and we split it up into wins. What are the wins since the last session? What are the things that you want to celebrate? Challenges. What are the things that are challenging you right now that are that are maybe difficult or things that you didn't do that you feel bad about? What or just something you're struggling with? Those are challenges. And then the third part is just looking back to the notes from the last call to review anything that um, was on the action item list. Like so, basically, those are the three sections in check-in. So starting with so wins, challenges, and uh, checking in on notes from last session. Simple enough. The uh, the wins and challenges let me give you, again, more personal experience here from my vantage point. Um, it may just seem like some words on paper, wins and challenges. and But going through this experience, you're going to notice um, powerful things, at least for me, in realizing how humble perhaps normally you are and let me just say it's something you're going to have to get used to is you're going to learn through this process not to be so humble because it's really important not to be and that you're going to realize again working with a person that sometimes you may not see something that's happened during the week or some things as wins because you're looking for i think we recently went i feel like we recently went through this which is you don't th you tend to, there's a perfectionist side to us, I think, that we mentioned in previous chapters, um, why you said 75%, 80% is good. Um, we tend to do that 100% thing, and I found that in the beginning, you tend to do that with wins. Well, it's got to be 100%. A win's got to be something new. I, I had to have achieved something grand and new. No, we were looking for, you set a goal, and are you still maintaining it? That's a win. And yeah. It's working with another person that's going to help you realize these things. So, That's great. And, this, and you make a really good point. So what part of what this does when you start to – instead of just going, okay, here's what happened since last session, which could just be all over the map, you're now focusing it in terms of what were the wins and what are the challenges. And it gives compartments to start putting things in. The benefit to this is then you start to track during the week if you go through this process regularly, like, oh, okay, that's a win. Oh, okay, I got to mention on this call. Okay, this is a challenge. I need to get support on this. Your life that's, that you up until that point was all muddled together is now starting to, to break out into specific areas that you can start working with. So you can start celebrating your wins, which helps you, which motivates you to keep going, which I, we've mentioned before, if you don't celebrate your wins and you're constantly looking for the next thing and the next thing, it, that's suffering. That is mm. guaranteed suffering. Mm -hmm. So by taking a breath and saying, this was a win, and maybe during the week you start to write down, okay, here's my wins for the day. Here's the things that I'm challenged by. It starts to clear that mental fuzz and gets you to, to really put things into categories that you can start working with. So challenges... Uh, we talked about wins. Wins is pretty self-evident. Challenges is anything you're struggling with, anything you're challenged by, anything that, that's causing you suffering. Um, this is the time to mention it. And sometimes just getting it out from what I've heard from clients, it just it's so relieving to just go, oh, this happened at work and it's just miserable and blah, blah. And just talking it through, it is this is talk therapy. I mean, this is why people pay to go to a counselor sometimes. It's just to just have someone listen 
as they talk. And the coach during this whole time should be quiet and just listen, not interrupt, just take in everything and go through the list and write down as best you can, what were the wins and what were the challenges as you're taking the notes? That's very important. And specifically, the wins and especially the challenges can be put into the third section, which we're going to cover in a second, which is brainstorming. Yeah. So before we get to brainstorming, I do want to move on to that. The only other thing I wanted to mention on the check-in process is something that Michael has brought up over and over in the book and we mentioned in the podcast, again, sharing here. If you find yourself getting to this portion of of the coaching session with whoever your coach is and you're using this system, if you find yourself depleted of either, well, I can't really think of wins or challenges, Go here's the interconnectivity. We mentioned how important journaling is. Journaling came up in diet. Journaling came up in exercise. Journaling came yeah. up in life visioning. Yeah. Start to use those tools. You have that toolbox. So if, yeah. you're, if you see yourself not having much input here, your coach will probably also point it out as, hey, let's let's get back to it. it. Sounds like we need to get back to journaling and just having that part of the journal that's like that again, and you're building habits here. And one of the habits you're gonna start to build here is is what Michael said. Something good just happened, write it down. Now something challenging just happened, write it down. By the way, you're also serving yourself in a second way. By writing these things down, if it's a Monday, you're not with your coach till Saturday therapeutically you're getting it out a little bit so that you're not kind of kind of stuffing it up in the pipeline there and then you know you're going to talk to your coach about it so that's just my two cents get us into brainstorming that's it well and then the the third part i just want to wrap up on this and then the third so it's wins challenges and then looking over notes from last call so we're going to cover at the very end of, of all these different sections take creating an action item list. So you're going to basically look back to the last session. The coach should have a document that has all the notes from the calls or or sessions for in-person sessions. And they can look over the action items and say, here's the action items from last call. Where are they at? Did you get them done? Did you not get them done? With no judgment, just like here's here's where they are, yay, yay or nay, and should we cover it today in 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 this call so that in this call or session Got most it. of the time i say call because uh, almost all of the sessions i do are, are on the phone sure but they can be in person as well so that's check-in uh third is brainstorming mm-hmm. so brainstorm so this is the meat of it uh, this is the meat of the call is the brainstorming section so by this time if the coach has been taking notes with the goals there would have been specific goals that were alive that were now can be placed into the brainstorming list. And then there's also challenges and things that came up in the check-in that will also be on the list. So at this point during the session, there should be a list of a number of things to cover uh, in the brainstorming section. And so what brainstorming is basically you and your coach, whoever this is, and again, you might be trading back and forth. One person might be the coach and then that you switch over and the other person's the coach, uh, you're going through and you're brainstorming back and forth on the different points that have come up in the call before this. So it, it, what I find is just going through this process, you will get, you, nothing's going to get left out. You're going to have a really good list of what's going on in your life by this point. And so because there's probably a fairly large list for most people, uh, I recommend picking the top three, have the, the person who's the client 
listen to everything that's on the list. The coach reads through, here's all the stuff. Here's a couple goals that you had mentioned that you'd want to cover. Okay. And then here's some challenges that seem to be coming up right now. Got it. And any other notes that came up during the check-in and then the client can go, okay, I really would like to cover uh, the challenge at work. I want to focus on that particular goal and I want to, and want to, focus on that particular goal. Okay, so you got three things to start with. And then depending on how long you've set for your session, you go you start to go through and you go back and forth and say, okay, with this particular challenge, you know, talk it through. What's going on with it? Okay, what actions can be taken to shift this and this, this is the point where you're getting support from another human being on both challenges and also then with a goal like here what's the next step with this goal okay where are you stuck simple questions and you most of the time the client has got a lot of the answers like when people get active listening mm. uh you'd be surprised that, like if there's something that you're really stuck on most of the time i would say that i don't say it a ton when i'm working with a client it's usually just offering them listening offering a, a few pieces of feedback and then they're usually they've got a lot more information on their life than i do mm -hmm. even if i'm talking with them regularly so it's just a context for them to to brainstorm on. Okay, well, here's the here's some pieces that I can do to move forward on that particular goal. Excellent. And that's basically. So yeah, I would like to hear your your take on this because we've been doing coaching sessions for a while. What's what's your thought on the brainstorming section? Yeah, brainstorming is where it gets. Uh, you know, it's it's where it gets exciting. I've noticed that. Um, you know, especially with how your wins and challenges are for that week, it's interesting how it leads to brainstorming because if you with a coach, I've noticed that, um, and I've heard from other people who have coaches that, you know, with the right coach, the one that's right for you is you, you both start to find this rhythm and it's that coach's outside perspective that helps like, Hmm, sounds like we're kind of coming up with the same challenge here. Um, week after week, brainstorming is the way to kind of help solve that. And then with the wins, what's great about the brainstorming is, um, it's what kind of gets you to the next level. If you're having wins, that's great. You realize like, how do I now get to the next level of that goal? That may be an exercise goal. That may be a diet goal, whatever it may be. Yeah, no, this is all good. And just to review for out there, because we're getting ready to wrap up the four parts here. So far, it's been review. Remember the interconnectivity. The review session is what connects with your life visioning chapter. Next, the coach is checking in, going over your wins and challenges and with no judgment, reviewing those for you. And this is that that part where where the the coach is just listening. There's a lot of listening that happens on the coach's part here, and we just covered brainstorming, which is all about the problem solving and the visioning. This um, ignites the active listening part um, of of the session and what it what it does for what what's important here for both the coach and um, and and the client. So those are the three: review, checking, and brainstorming. Now get us into scheduling. Okay, so scheduling's the last piece. So this is basically the you've now brainstormed, you've gone through the list. Now you've got you should have a list of action items, specific actions to take in regards to to both goals that you've talked about and action and also struggles or challenges that you're working on. So the as we mentioned before, action items list those go on the list you write them down and then as many as you can take those actions and place them on your schedule put them on your phone put them on your calendar and set reminders 
that's the big thing. I mean, in, in the, the modern tech world, most everyone's got a phone. This is the time where the client writes down the, these notes in the action items on their action items list and then places those items on their schedule. And that's where the rubber meets the road. It's like you've got you've got what you need then from that call. And also just talking it through, a lot of it just really does go in and oftentimes that's enough. But I always encourage my clients to put as many as you can on the schedule while during the session. I, I it's not even the best to wait until after the session to do it because sometimes then you get distracted and nothing happens with it. So take some time at the end of the session. Make sure you have all the action items that the coach has taken down. They can also email them to you. That's what I often do with my coach coaching clients. I send them the, a list of notes from the call. And then schedule the next time to get together. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So those are the four. And then I just want to – as we wrap up here, I want to just give a couple notes in terms of how to do this and ways to um, to make this happen sure. so it, it, you can move on from there. Yeah, just before that, um, the last piece here, scheduling, ties right again. Here are the inter interconnectivity pieces. Scheduling is why we, we did a two-parter on one chapter, an important chapter on time management. So you see the interconnectivity here. Scheduling is right back to that time management piece. Here in scheduling... You mentioned setting reminders. That's a big piece of the time management piece. Yeah. So now get us, you know, in wrapping up here, get us into this is what you do during the coaching session. This is your system and how to use it. How do you go about, would you say, in closing to, to finding a life coach? What, what, what do you recommend? Yes. Okay. So if you're going to do, I'd say the simplest thing to do is if you're, if, if you like this, if the system resonates with you, it's, it's going to be really difficult just to listen to this podcast and actually get enough out of it. You, you really need the book and I'm not trying to push the book all the time, but the book it's got it in it. And I put in all the information you need. It's a good reference to have with you. If you're doing a trade with someone else to read through it. So here's the deal. Everyone in the world needs a coaching session like everyone can benefit from life coaching period so it doesn't matter ADD or not you can find someone in your life to do a trade with so my suggestion would be find someone to trade where you do the coaching and then they coach you and you split you you just set outside that time regularly it could be another hunter type you know what it's even though we're challenged you know like i'm a hunter type and i've been doing coaching for years so you guys are all capable of doing this yourself so my suggestion would find someone to do a trade with and then just start going through the process if you have the book then you can just read through the book you can actually look at it's look at the uh, the chapter you can look at the page that has all the 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 notes from beginning to end on how to do the coaching session and just schedule it on a weekly basis by weekly basis there's someone you know in your life right now it could be a friend would be be more than happy to do this that probably needs it themselves and it's probably it may be really messy at first and that's okay the most important thing is consistency commit to at least three or four sessions and in the beginning at least do it once a week uh, that would be my recommendation and then as you were saying before family members i would say second tier if you've got nobody else then mm -hmm. maybe a spouse uh or someone you know in the family that you really have a good connection with uh, if it's someone who's really judgmental and is going to be very opinionated, that's don't not a good person to go with. <laughs> them. 
But a friend is good. A yeah. friend is good. And even if it's someone who's struggling to, as long as they have the capacity to sit and listen and read to the notes and go, okay, I can sit down and do this and, you know, and, and give yourself a couple sessions to kind of get, get the groove. That would be the ideal way to do it, I would say. And then, of course, then, as you, you just mentioned, there are pro- many amazing professional life coaches in oh, the yeah. world. So yeah. I would highly recommend you know, if you can afford it, that could be the best way to go. My only recommendation with that would be from my experience, um, a lot of coaches will offer free sessions. I find it's better to build trust before you start sharing intimate things about your life with another human being that you know, you don't know yet. So I would say just request instead of doing, uh, my suggestion would be request that they just tell you like you know talk to them for a little bit on the phone 20 minutes just to, just to get a feel for is like is this person do i feel comfortable with them is this someone that i feel like i could do multiple sessions with and and be a bit vulnerable with and i can i, I feel a sense of trust or is it someone who's just re, you know i can't resonate with their personality and just you know call four or five different people test people out and then pick the best one and you'll know after after four or five different coaches you'll be like okay that person and so all of them will give you some phone time just to talk and that's what i was going to say too is don't don't give up on the process or yourself here it might take two or three and that's fine don't think just because the first one maybe doesn't work out remember this is new to you so you're just finding out how to actually do this process with someone so the first one might not be for you because for whatever reason you just find it but be honest with yourself usually your first instinct here i found is the right one i'm just not gonna they're a nice enough person they're good at what they do i just don't feel that connection i cannot express to you how important that connectiveness feeling which is what you mentioned it's trust but i think it's also there's an additional piece of trust which is i feel connected to this person and i feel like i would work well with them and and that's 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 really it we've got uh we got some exciting things coming up. We're going to be getting into the creative life, which is the next chapter after this. And there you have Michael's system, you know, in audio version, in the podcast version. But remember, the book gets into a lot more detail. This is just an overall guide as you're going through the book. So make sure to definitely get the Drummer in the Great Mountain book. And that's really all I have for today, my friend. Anything in, in wrapping up, closing thoughts on your side? Uh, no, thank you so much, and I, I also just thank you all for. Uh, I noticed that many of you went over to Yoga Wisdom and Wellness and made comments, and I believe probably by the time this podcast comes out, they've already picked uh, a couple winners. Great. So thank you all, and thank you. Please continue to send uh, your feedback, your experience with the podcast. Uh, it usually takes me a few days to get back to people, so between the two of us, uh, we're both pretty busy, so please be patient. If you've emailed us and we haven't gotten right back to you, uh, give us a little time, and we do respond to every email and message that we get. And to top that, the feedback that's been coming lately has just been, it, it, it's it's growing not only in number but what's growing is how mm, how honest and open you're being with your feedback in how what this system is doing for you but it's more important than that it's just so good to hear just how forthright people are being with themselves about themselves and really a lot of the emails we're getting are positive ones these are great emails people are saying i didn't realize now i do i'm on it and it's like it's great i really do feel like we're building something here so Thank you to you, as always, my friend, getting up on an early Saturday and doing this. 
Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much. You, 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 you contribute so much to this. And I know we get a lot of feedback of just how much people enjoy your hosting of the podcast. So as always, much gratitude. Gratitude right back at you, my friend. Drummerandthegreatmountain.com is where you can visit us, purchase the book, uh, Facebook link, Twitter link on there. Keep the feedback coming via those vehicles. Remember, as far as the podcast itself, please leave us reviews on iTunes and Goodreads. And uh, check out all the good information on the website and social media links. And as Michael said, give us the feedback. We will get back to you in due time. And uh, we are thriving in your feedback. And it is absolutely keeping this engine going for both of us. So thank you to all of you out there. And as always, take care of yourselves and your health. Be well.
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress.